Good afternoon, everyone. It's Dr. Nigro again with our next episode of Psychology Unplugged. So much appreciation and gratitude for all the positive comments and feedbacks and texts and, and calls and emails. And it's, I've talked to this, emailed and texted and responded to several hundred people this week around the world. And um, again, I love doing this program. Uh, I do it extemporaneously off the top of my head and whatever kind of strikes my mind in terms of what I want to talk about. It's, uh, I think the organicity of the program is what I try to maintain the authenticity of it. So as we are in the holiday seasons, happy holidays to everyone. Uh, this is a tough time of year for a lot of people because, um, you know, I guess that the topic of this this episode is the concept of gratitude. In in Western society, at least, we move at a very fast pace, Amazonian type of um, way of living. Uh, and I think if you're struggling with mental health, uh, finding gratitude can be can be really tough sometimes. And I'm not talking about the episode I didn't like help rejectors. I'm talking about individuals who legitimately are struggling with something. They want to get better. And it's finding uh, gratitude in some of the smallest things. Um, I think I referenced uh, Victor Frankl, uh, a psychiatrist that was um, – he found he found meaning in a fish head and he was grateful for it and i think during this time of year we we look for gratitude that we're grateful that we drive the certain type of car we're grateful that we have a certain type of handbag we're grateful that we have um uh, uh, this specific type of home but if i think if we kind of shift our focus of gratitude into if you're able to walk, be grateful for that. If you're able to sing, be grateful for that. If you're able to write, if you're able to speak, if you're able to see, if you're able to hear, it's really a time to slow down. And the irony is my mind is never at peace. I am constantly talking. Julie will invariably say, did you ever shut your mind off? But I think this time of year brings us to a place of, of gratitude. And, and, you know, I remember being a kid and just ripping through the Christmas presents and like, oh, thanks, Mom. Thanks, Dad. This is awesome. This is awesome. And, you know, not everybody is able to have that perfect family. Not everybody is able to have those those perfect gifts. But to be able to find gratitude in, in our ability to breathe and to wake up each day and realize that, with a new day, you have grace for that day. God gives us grace for today. He doesn't give us grace for tomorrow. And 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 gratitude, I think, is something that we take for granted. I think we, we focus on gratitude on like birthdays when we're given presents, on Christmas, when we're invited to someone's house for dinner, when we're invited to someone's house for um Thanksgiving, and just think about you know when we when we say thank you, I think a lot of times it it's very obligatory. Like we we do our grocery shopping on Sundays, and you know checking out the grocery store today. Oh, thank you. I say thank you, but I realize, do I really mean it? Is there emotion connected to it? <laughs> no. Um, 
and it made me realize. I, mean, I don't think I have to, you know, become a monk and 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 and, and bow down and 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 honor everybody that I that I think. But I, I think the power of thank you, and the power of of acknowledging just the the human connectedness and and the human experience and, and and appreciate that, because when we lose people, and as someone who's lost both of his parents, um, people don't get replaced. And I look back retrospectively for the, the Julie and I were talking about this earlier today, how grateful I am to have grown up in, in, in such a loving, wonderful environment with, with parents who instilled such amazing values. Um, I, I'm incredibly grateful for it. And even though they're not here, I, I still am mindful of the gratitude I have for what they've given me, what they've instilled in me, what they've bestowed in me. And, you know, not everybody grows up in that type of environment. But that doesn't mean, independent of where you are in life, try and find something that you can be grateful for. You can be grateful for, like I said, the air you breathe, the food you are able to eat, even that, even if that's a beautiful dinner at a five star restaurant, or you're, you're you're given a plate of food at a shelter, gratitude I think is something that we've 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 really have become disconnected from in the type of society that we live in. But when we can stop and pause and and take stock in in what we do have, as opposed to bemoan the things that we don't have or get into social comparison about looking at other people. And, you know, you could be living in this beautiful house, but then you go on Instagram or, or Facebook or you're watching, you know, a TV show and you see, you know, this portrayal of this idyllic life. And then it's like, but you have this beautiful couch you're sitting on. You have this beautiful fireplace. You have these beautiful cars. You know, not to focus so much on what you we don't have, but to appreciate and focus on things that we do have. And even as simple as be be grateful that you have a knife to cut your food with. Be grateful that you have a fork to 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 eat with. Be be thankful and be grateful that you have a toothbrush. It doesn't have to be something grandiose, but it. But you know. Yes, do I think people inherently want these things that they perceive are going to make them happy? And a lot of times it's often material things. And yeah, it makes you happy in the moment. But then how often do you go back to that and still attribute gratitude to it? We don't. We just simply pick up the Louis Vuitton bag. We pick up the keys to a certain car. We flip the TV on to this brand new, you know, the the controller on to this brand new TV. But I, I don't think there's a sense of gratitude that maintains. And I don't even know how you stay in a perpetual state of gratitude. But I think it starts with becoming more mindful of, hey, I should be grateful that I was able to do this. I may not have been able to do everything, but I was able to do this. And there's a certain power that comes with that in a certain acknowledgement. And whether you attribute that to a higher power, whether that you attribute that to the, the, the work and the effort that you've put in to maintain or achieve a certain uh, career, uh, a certain level of education, it's really important to be mindful, to be gracious, because no one, none of us got to where we are by ourselves. 
Now, it doesn't mean everybody grew up with that perfect family. People have grown up with abusive parents. People have grown up with abusive relatives. People have toxic marriages. People have unhealthy relationships with their children where there's a lot of, a lot of discord. But think of us as, as infants. None of us got to where we are by ourselves. I didn't get to where I am as a neuropsychologist by myself. I had a lot of help along the way, whether that was my parents paying for education or wonderful professors or, or, or mentors. Um, I think Julie can espouse the, the, the same view. But I think it's important at, during this time of year to just take a step back and say, you know what? Maybe I don't have it as bad as I think I do. Because there's always somebody that's going to have it worse. And there's always going to be somebody that we perceive, perceive has it better. You know, that's why I think, you know, television and in the movies, you know, they, they, they will present you watch like the Lifetime movies or, you know, we Julie and I watch like Christmas Vacation and, and all this, you know, we got our kind of routine of what we watch and Love Actually is my favorite Christmas movie. Um, but, you know, if you just kind of take a step back. Look at! I'm grateful that I was able to spend time with my wife watching a Christmas show. Uh, I'm grateful that I was able to go to the grocery store and buy tons of beautiful food for Julie and I and 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 the kids. Uh, I'm grateful for the beautiful office that we have in downtown Duxbury. I'm, I'm grateful for the beautiful cars that we drive. I'm grateful for a lot of a lot of different things. But there's a caveat to that. If you notice. I'm, I'm grateful for the material things, and that's where I'm trying to draw the difference in being grateful for... What did you roll your eyes for? That's the point, because I think we, be, we we are grateful for the things that we have as opposed to the intangible things. What do you mean? Speak for yourself. I feel, I feel a different thing as I'm sitting here listening to you. I feel like I... We got to get closer to the microphone. Sorry to interrupt. I think the really, really good news here um, is that, yeah, it is hard to stay in a perpetual state of gratitude. I, I certainly don't. I wrestle with that. I think when you come from a painful background, um, the chances of you experiencing joy and the potential of you experiencing joy and happiness, regardless of what you're struggling with, is enormous. Um, because you understand, you have a deep understanding of what it means to feel pain um, and suffering. And it, it's that's on a spectrum in and of itself. So I'm not about to like pick that apart. The other piece too is, I think it's really important to remember being kind of a mindset. I feel like a lot of us, you know, we go through the phases of, you know, kind of looking at our background. We didn't all come from, you know, the perfect childhood or, 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 you know, we, we, a lot of us have been exposed to things, um, that were unpleasant. Um, but I think it's what, as a parent, um, and also as a child, I can say, and I have to remind myself of this as well, when I look at, um, you know, people, generations, um, parents that come before, you know, people close to me, 
Um, you know, people just doing the best that they can. No, the children don't come with directions. But um, to realize that children are kind of born through us. They don't, I know that there are children. And I have to say, in terms of myself, I think is to have that it's trying to try to come back or start from a place where you feel interconnected with people like human beings, like as a collectiveness, like a, we all belong. We, you know, like, I don't know, I guess one of the big lessons I have to learn in life, which I constantly struggle with is, you know, it's not about being right. It's about being kind. So sometimes just drop that, you know, if you're, if you're arguing and not that I argue a lot with anybody, but just not having to be right, but just always being kind. And lastly, I want to share something that I've recently discovered about a couple months ago, um, when I was struggling with some anxiety, especially at night, that's when it usually hits me. I call them brain spiders, but, and I talked to my clients about this as well. What I, when I talked about, uh, I think I've sporadically touched upon that metaphor that people have really given us a lot of feedback about is there are really only two emotions, fear and love. And when fear knocks on the door and love answers, there's no one there. Usually it makes me cry, but I'm in my head right now. Um, in, in that vein, I think what happened with me is because I am spiritual and I do believe in God and I believe that God is good and I believe that it's a, a universal energy and that we are all connected to it if we let ourselves. Um, and the way to do that is by staying grateful, is staying in a state of gratitude. You can always have it worse than you already have it. it someone always has it worse. Um, there's always a bajillion stuff to be grateful for, but we need to really walk around with those note lists of things because as we all know as human beings, that negative, we could hear 25,000 positive things, but that one negative thing you you hear, it's like you kind of have to flick it off your shoulder and really get into a practice of doing that because those negative things can stick. But bringing back a little bit, just like a an exercise I'm starting to do with my clients, I have been for the past couple months. Um, I'm getting good feedback about it, um, and I know that it works for me. Um, it's a little trick that I learned. Um, probably someone else has invented it by now, and I just stumbled upon it myself based on my own experience. But, you know, when I wake up in the middle of the night and I start, I'll worry. There'll be like an intrusive thought. Um, something that's really not happening, but that I worry might happen or, um, and you know, it's hard to kind of resettle at night because as everybody knows what it's like at nighttime, um, it's a blank canvas, um, and you know, it's dark and it's a lonely place. But what I started to do is I would, I would envision whatever the thought I was, I thought that was coming into my mind and, and I didn't judge it, but I felt the anxiety and what I started to do, because it's very hard to get out of my head in those moments, like it is for a lot of people who get anxious at times, is I wanted, I wanted to, I, I, I felt this overwhelming urge to send love to it. And I think that that's a little trick that I learned in it. And I've noticed in the past couple of months that I feel much better. So I think it's, it's in the presence of fear, send love. And what happened with me 
is that I started to send love from my heart to the worry thought that I had in my mind. And it worked. And I've been practicing it ever since. And and I got to say, it's really helped. So I've tried to take that with me every day. And I'm just giving you an example of something that I found that just actually works. Is if you, if you, you don't have to stay in a place of gratitude all the time. That's impossible. Um, but you can come back to it. It's, it's a new skill set, I think, for a lot of us, a new reminder. I mean, a lot of us do live in a very gracious space, headspace. But, you know, I guess for me, I, I don't think about material things, um, as much. Maybe at a different time in my life, I did. Um, but now, I mean, I, I'll take a walk on the beach and I'm in literally in awe and I feel spirit all around me or I look outside and all you have to do is feed the birds and give them water. If it's freezing in the winter, they need water. And these beautiful birds, do they just arrive and they're, they're like little spirits birds, especially the cardinals. It's a tribute to the cardinal. So um, anyway, and I know that they're just kind of, um, they're common in our, in the north, northeast. Um, but anyway, I just, uh, I just wanted to say that, and I'll probably revisit it again. I'd be curious to see what your feedback is about what I have to say today. But gratitude trumps everything. So no matter what you're feeling, you can always find a place to be grateful. And if it's not in someone else find the things that make you feel grateful, a space at home, a little tiny space, watching your favorite movie or eating popcorn or those little things. Life is simple. It's so simple. It's not as complicated as sometimes we make it. And um, send love. Just meditate love to any negative image that comes in your brain. I'm not going to talk about the law of attraction. I just did actually. That was the law of attraction, but that's a whole other episode. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. I wanted to share it with everyone I could possibly share it with. I'm in, I'm on a mission. So, um, God bless and uh, you have a wonderful Christmas. You just like take over the show. <laughs> no, but I think what Julie, what, what Julie said is very, uh, apropos. And as I, and you know, she rolled her eyes when I was mentioning gratitude for material things. And I think that's what a lot of us do because it's very tangible. It's what we can see, but I completely agree with Julie's philosophy and what, what she said about if you're having popcorn on your couch with your children and your significant other, that's be grateful for that. Not everybody has that. But grace and gratitude, I think, are something that we definitely need to become more mindful of. I mean, in the quiet times, when I, when, whenever I can possibly slow my mind down, um, like I walk out of the grocery store and I, I say, thank you, God, for allowing us to be able to afford the, the food that we were able to buy. And since I started doing that uh, a few years ago, it's been amazing. Like, thank you, God, for all the referrals I'm going to get this week. And they just come pouring in. And I'm not, I'm not saying it's not a, a conversion episode, but I think if, if, if we connect to something bigger than ourselves, uh, independent of what you call it, 
I think it, it takes us, it removes us outside of our existence, not like in a dissociative way, but just stepping outside of ourselves and really taking stock in the things that we are blessed with. Whether they're things that we have achieved or whether they're things that have been given. Are you kicking me off again? I'm so sorry. No, I'm not cutting you off. I just, I just wanted to, um, a little bit of a shout out, um, to this yogi, yogi person. Yogi, I guess, if you do yogi. We, we used to go to hot yoga before the pandemic. Um, I would go like twice a week, sometimes three times a week. And, and I'm not the most limber person in the world, believe me. And anybody who's ever been to a yoga class that's a little intimidated by the other people in yoga class that are doing like that, you know, insane pretzel yoga and all that. This instructor was like, it was mind blowing the things that she could do. Um, it was almost annoying. Um, if you hear this, you probably know who you are, but, um, you know, since the pandemic, I've really appreciated having had the experience of being around people who can really move their bodies in the, in the coolest of ways and can hold postures that look ex, ex, just extremely painful and difficult. But what she used to say at, at the end of every class really stuck with me and is it just kind of popped in my mind while we were doing this is, you know, we're so hard on ourselves. I mean, most of us, I, I really, you know, when, when in terms of the physical and the appearance and, you know, I, I you know, I gained weight during the pandemic, you know, and I, I'm not my, uh, at my optimal self, but she used to say, be grateful for what your body can do don't shame yourself for what your body can't. And I think that's really important to remember. Like I can walk, maybe I can't run like I used to be able to run, but I can still walk. And I think it's all relative, you know, but um, just think about that. Be grateful for what your body can do, what your mind can do, what you can see, your eyes can do, you can hear, movement, all, all, all those kinds of things. Thank you that I have a job. It might suck, but, you know, there may be aspects of it that may suck. But if you switch your, you know, mindset about going to work or the job you're doing right now, you know, you might feel a little bit better about it. Anyway, that's it. I promise I won't interrupt again. Yeah, you interrupt quite a bit. But, you know, I, 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 I agree with Julie wholeheartedly. Um, you know, gratitude is, is something that really requires us to uh, stop and and pause and take take stock and not in what we don't have because i think a lot of us perseverate on what we don't have or we we shift our attention so much onto the things that we want and we think that the things that we get if you get the chanel bag if you get if you get the lamborghini if you get the whatever it is that that's going to make you happy disconnect from the from the tangible things and focus on the other things that you have. Be grateful that you may have a spouse, you may have a significant other, you you may you may have a child. Independent of if if, if there may be difficulty or discourse, and if you're struggling with mental health, be grateful that you you have a therapist, or be grateful that you you can get access to a therapist. Be grateful that you you know if you're on psychiatric medications, take the stigma out of it. Be grateful that you are doing things and taking active steps to get well, because time. Time is universal. We all walk alongside time. And we, when we walk alongside time, we walk alongside our own mortality. 
we do our work. We raise our children. But sometimes we lose ourselves in the work that we do, in the bills that we pay. And I think, you know, as, you know, getting older, you, you, at least from my perspective, you know, as opposed to just like tearing through a certain catalog and just writing this list down. I remember my mom and I used to cut out with construction paper, we would make these circles and then uh, staple them together. Uh, we, I think we'd do it like at the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Uh, I knew every morning get up and tear one off and um, you, you know, it gets shorter and shorter and you see more presents and presents and presents around the Christmas tree. And, and you have this, this, at least from my, my perspective, childhood uh, but as as I've gotten older um, you know for the grace of God there's nothing that I I, I really want and if I want it I can get it but you know to be able to uh, grateful that able to have professions that at least for myself that I love and I, I never feel like I'm working um, grateful that I I am able to talk to as many people from this podcast as I have which I never thought it would reach the level in the audience that I did. I mean, these are the intangible things. And I, and, and I, I, I attribute that to something bigger, something more powerful, something way bigger than, 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 than myself. Um, but time is important because we don't get the time back. We do not get the people back who have gone from our lives. And, you know, this time of year, you know, people, I'm sure, you know, listening to this, you're going to, be with your family, and there's always going to be those family members that, you know, sometimes you need to take in small doses and you, and you see once a year. But be grateful that you can even drive to that family member's house and you have the, the money to put gas in your car to get there. Take stock and be grateful in the small things. Be grateful in the things that are intangible because we take all of that stuff for granted. We take our ability to breathe without a ventilator for granted. We take our ability to walk without crutches or without a wheelchair for granted. And, you know, look at, you can look at Stephen Hawking. He was confined to a wheelchair, but he was grateful for his mind. There's no such thing as a perfect human being. There's no such thing as this perfect ideal that we have to get to. And sometimes, you know, I think part of the cognitive distortion that I did an episode on is, you know, we, we, can, we can set ourselves up for this, um, this fantasy. And if you, if you live your life with the, the, the notion that it's a fantasy and that there's these uh, specific criteria and specific material things, I think that's where you move very far away from what Wayne Dyer referred to as, as the, the source. So, you know, it, 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 again, this is also a tough time of year for people. It's tough for me. I, I miss, I miss thanks. I miss Christmas and I miss Christmas with my dad. I miss Christmas with my mom. I, 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 I it, it's a hard adjustment. And I'm sure a lot of you guys who are going out there who may have strained relationships or marriages or, uh, relationships with your kids or, or in-laws and stuff like that. It's tough. And I could, I can empathize on, on a personal level because there's things I've learned independent of my education and training that I didn't want to learn. I didn't want to learn what it was like to lose my mom. Didn't want to learn what it was like to lose my dad. 
and feel the, the, the emptiness of no longer having them present. But I, I can go back retrospectively and have gratitude and still, and still talk to them and communicate with them and, and, and connect with them and, and find the gratitude in life. And that's something I think, like Julie said, no one can stay in a grateful state all the time. But if you can just take stock in, in where you are in life, whether you're in a mansion or whether you're in a shelter, be grateful because if you go back to Maslow's model of the hierarchy of needs, food, water, air, and shelter, that's all we really need. Everything else is a want. Um, and again, time is really important because, you know, 30 minutes, if you're playing a video game, those are 30 minutes that you're never going to get back. But those are 30 minutes that you wanted to be on, on, on the treadmill or be at the gym. And that's, again, back to the, the, the amazing power of, of, of the human experiences. We have the choice to do what we want. We have the choice to, to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be sedentary or the choice to be active. And I know Julie finds a lot of peace. And she probably, again, growing up in Chicago, growing up in the city, uh, I've been to the beach and the ocean more times this year. And to take it took some of the most exhilarating walks. And you look out into the ocean and you just you, you just see like, it, this is this is amazing. How did this come to be? Uh, so it, it, this is more of an existential episode. And wanted to kind of capitalize on on, on the on the Christmas season. Um, no one is beyond hope. No one is beyond help. No one is beyond treatment, and no one is beyond cure. There is power. There is power in the human spirit. Again, but you have to do the work. And the work is sometimes what we don't like to do because it's, it's 